Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got some news. House Republicans will move to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Number two, Speaker Mike Johnson and Jake head to the border. And number three, The Vault, a new ad on Basil Three regs. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We have some news this morning by our very own Mika Solner and John Bresnahan leading Punchbowl News AM with the fact that House Republicans will move to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, going to be a precarious process given the very, very tight margins in the House, but also a big, big headache for Democrats who are struggling on the border. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Anna, it is our this is our first podcast together in what seems to be a little bit um, and our first podcast together of 2024. And it is Punchbowl News' third birthday today. So that is all of those things are happening at once, which is very exciting. So uh, I thought happy I'd note all of- Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. <laughs> I don't uh, look a day over three, right? <laughs> exactly. It's something like that. Um, okay, so listen, um, this is a, a long time coming for, the, uh, uh, for Alejandro Mayorkas in the sense that the Biden administration, senior figures in the Biden administration had been expecting that they would- move to impeach Mayorkas, um, you know, at some point this year. This is something, or at some point this Congress, rather. This is something that the administration has, in many respects, anticipated. Um, and the question here, there's a there's a couple questions. There's the substantive question, right? There's the fact that, are there high crime, is there even a case to be made that Alejandro Mayorkas has committed high crimes and misdemeanors? And the answer to that is, we'll have to see. Um, the the Mika and Brez point out here um, is following the administration's policy on immig- immigration committing high crimes and misdemeanors. Um, and secondly, is the vote count, right? So um, Mayorkas is probably easier to impeach than Biden, President Joe Biden. But all of that said, the House has a two as has is going to have in a couple of weeks 219 members uh, of Republican members that is, and it, you know there are some Democrats potentially that would go along. I I don't know this for a fact, but you could you could see the possibility that there might be some Democrats um, uh, in the mix for impeaching Mayorkas. But I still think it's difficult. And remember one more thing, Anna. Um, well, two more things. Number, the, the the border their border is a mess. Uh, there's no question about that, right? I mean, I think Republicans and Democrats agree on that. So it, it, the the politics are are quite difficult. The other point I would make is that they are now impeaching Mayorkas and Biden together at the same time. Effectively, um, it's 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 a very challenging uh, lineup for the House of Representatives. Yeah, I mean, I think it, all of really good points. I think the other thing I would just say, the process here, right, because that's where we often get to, is 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 essentially the same as what what we've seen before, right? They're going to have to find a majority in the House that could would vote to remove Mayorkas over these alleged high crimes and misdemeanors. As you point out, big hurdle given the very slim numbers. Uh, then this issue moves to the Senate 
where they would have to hold a trial where two-thirds of senators would need to vote to convict in order to remove Mayorkas from office. So very unlikely, considering it's a Democratic-run Senate, despite the fact that Democrats are concerned about the handling of the U.S.-Mexico border, and you can certainly see that voters are as well with some of the bad poll numbers uh, coming out. But I think just like zoom out even further from all of that. Um, yes, Republicans are going to move forward with this, obviously. But this comes as we have a massive, massive issue and potential government shutdown in less than a month. Uh, and the question is going to be what priority does Speaker Mike Johnson put on this compared to the fact that we haven't seen those 12 funding bills uh, go to the floor uh, there hasn't been a, a lot of success by House Republicans in terms of actually passing uh, a lot of anything. So is this going to be where, you know, the, a lot of the focus is for House Republicans or do they say, hey, actually, we need to keep the lights on. And at least for January and part of February, that's where the focus is. Yeah, I just would add one more thing to that, Anna. Um, oftentimes things like this could serve as a useful uh, uh blow valve, I guess, or pressure release valve um, for the uh, for the majority, meaning they're they're going to ask the the members to take a tough, uh, a tough vote, uh, tough votes on funding and on other things. And they're saying, listen, we have this thing over here that's also happening. So, you know, that, that, that that's another way to look at it. Yeah. No, it's a good point. The the it certainly as especially as you know, kind of the issue of whether or not they can find a pathway forward on a border package in the Senate uh, that certainly isn't going to be something that hardline conservatives are happy with, no matter if they get a, a deal or not, because it's not going to have the same kind of policies. This would certainly uh, be be a carrot for for them. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning: Eagle Pass. You are headed there this morning to meet up with Speaker Mike Johnson and 60 House Republicans who are there to tour the U.S.-Mexico border. We've got some uh, really uh, interesting insight this morning into how this trip came to be. Johnson's first uh, big event in 2024, and the stakes couldn't be higher, Jake. Yeah, that is true. Um, the uh, House Republicans, more than 60 is what they say, and we'll have to I'll have to do a head count to confirm, but more than 60 House Republicans, including Speaker Mike Johnson, are in uh, Texas this morning um, for a trip to the border. This is something we scooped back a couple of weeks ago um, that uh, Johnson was doing this this big trip to the border. Um, and it started last night in San Antonio, um, where uh, Johnson and uh, and by the way, this trip is organized by Tony Gonzalez, the House Republican from Texas who uh, helped plan the trip. He represents basically from here in San Antonio, where I'm sitting now, to the border uh, in Eagle Pass. And actually, he has the largest stretch of the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, a few things I want to point out here. This obviously comes as senators are trying their best to get a a funding deal or sorry, a border deal together. Um, and uh the interesting dynamic that, that stuck out to me is when I was talking to Gonzalez yesterday, and remember, Gonzalez, by dint of his uh, knowledge on the immigration issue and his district, which is, again, the Texas-Mexico border, um, said he, whatever comes out of the Senate, House Republicans are going to want to change majorly. So this goes against the um, the conventional wisdom that a Senate gets a deal and there we go, it's over. Not the case. Uh, it won't. They, the House is not going to rubber stamp a deal. We've been reporting that for a while. 
But Johnson, but sorry, um, Gonzalez saying that is important. Um, Johnson, today's Johnson, Mike Johnson's 70th day as House Speaker. Time flies when you're doing whatever, when you're having fun. Um, I'm not sure if he's having fun, but time flies when you're, you're doing things. Um, this is his first public event of 2024, three days in, of course, not surprising. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see two things. Number one, where Johnson is when it comes to the border package that he wants to put together. Number two, uh, funding. Um, th- we are, again, we are 16 days until the government shuts down. <laughs> we want to know what Mike Johnson's plan, if he's not going to do an omnibus, he's not going to do a short-term CR, um, what is he going to do to keep the government open? Um, and that's something we'll have to see uh, uh, if whether there's any answers to here in Texas um, uh, or, or going forward when the House returns uh, in about a week. All right. All interesting dynamics to watch, and we will be covering them throughout the day uh, for our premium readers. If you're not a premium reader, you can sign you up for that it. at punchbowl.news. Uh, we'd love to have you with us each day, three times a day, Monday through Friday. All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning, The Vault. Laura Weiss, she's our new financial services reporter. We're excited to have her, and she's got an interesting item this morning. Jake Center Forward is out with another ad attacking the Federal Reserve's Basel III endgame proposal. It kicks off 2024 with a TV spot knocking capital reform, and it won't be the last of the year. The 30-second ad, Jake, is citing concerns from experts everywhere about the potential impacts of the Fed's proposed rules to increase capital and risk management requirements for big banks. Interesting choice uh, to be out there pretty aggressively on this proposal that a lot of the banks certainly are very uh, uh, against. Uh, just also interesting, this is the the second big ad they've had trying to make this a major issue with uh Kind of more of the American public than is probably act, you know, right now where they, I'd be interested to, to see if you went to a grocery store, if anybody even knows what it is. Uh, but they're they're putting uh, the Fed on notice and Washington on notice. Yeah. Uh, Basel three is something that uh, I hear all the time for people involved in financial services is something that is uh, incredibly important. But you're right. No one. I, I would imagine the, the name idea of Basel three is in the in the single digits. Um, This is a bank capital requirement thing. Uh, A lot of the big banks are against it, Um, but it's interesting to see this ad is running in DC. It's interesting to see uh, that they are uh, trying to make an issue of it in the public sphere. So I I just found that very interesting. Good job by Laura and our vault team. Uh, The remember Anna, we should say the, the vault weekly look ahead is coming out on Sunday. First time ever. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, and we're very excited for that. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day. If you don't get our daily newsletter, you can sign up at punchbowl.news. We appreciate your listening and sharing about uh, the Daily Punch with your friends, family, and of course, on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. Everybody. 